Hey y'all, welcome to But Now We Said It, where we know new episodes of Housewives are great and all, but nothing beats an old episode of Housewives. Today, we are doing a special holiday episode. We are doing the 12 Reads of Christmas. And I'm joined by none other than one of my besties, one of the funniest people on the interwebs, Christian Gray Snow. Hi, Christian. Hey, girl. Hey, baby gorgeous. Hi, baby gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Frank, Feisty Frank posted on Christmas, I'm going to say, hi, baby hi, Jesus. Hi, baby Jesus. <laughs> I died when I saw that. (laughs) Love you, feisty Frank. So, Christian, if you don't follow him already, go ahead and give him a follow on Instagram, at Christian Gray Snow. He's also the host of the Slut Pig Podcast, which is also with The Dip, and has his own merch shop, the Slut Pig Shop. So, if you're looking for some last-minute gifts for some of your fam, friends that are Bravo obsessed, make sure you go check out the Slut Pig Shop. So how about this week? We've gotten some good news this week, right? Listen, lots lots of little droplets of gold coming for us Housewives fans. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we had yesterday on Monday, which was supposed to be a Beverly Hills announcement. I guess it got pushed back because we did the New Jersey trailer. So let's start with the Beverly Hills announcement today. So we've got Kathy, of course, returning as a friend of, and yes, we all want Kathy back, of course. Hunky fucking Dory. Hunky fucking Dory. Then we got, of course, the full cast is back at full time. A new full-time housewife, uh, that's Diana. And what do you know about Diana? All I know is that she's stupid fucking rich. Yes, I know she's stupid stupid rich. rich. I do know also um, that, so like, you know, like a lot of times they charter planes. Right. Apparently the plane they took to Mexico was her plane. Like she owns it. Oh, so we got rid of... um, Erica's plane, and now we've got uh, Diana's to replace. Listen, it. production said we got to find somebody with a jet to cut the costs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh um, my god! So I have heard that. Yeah, she's incredibly, incredibly loaded. She, ju- if you look up, there are articles. She just sold her Pacific Palisades like mansion for like. 20 or 30 million dollars or some shit like that um and now she's rich rich she rich rich Mm -hmm. now she resides up in hidden hills she paid all cash for another home so we got money baby money is coming um and i think that you know for them to make her full time obviously when they just you know they just added two newbies last year technically Mm -hmm. i mean yeah we knew Sutton the year prior but Last year was her first year as a newbie, and not only did we meet Crystal last year, but they also gave her a diamond. So, um, by if I had to guess, I would say that she's obviously bringing a little something because they don't really have that many diamonds to give out. They don't really need to give any out. Mm-hmm. So, I think for them to be giving her one probably says a lot. Yeah, why do you think we're getting such a big cast on Beverly Hills this season? I don't know. I don't know if it's just because they the ratings were so good last year. Um, you know, they obviously, I mean... You know, with the loss of Denise and LVP two years in a row, I think that put a crazy amount of money in the budget as far as, you know, they have for casting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't, I don't know if maybe they just have money to play around and they want to see 
what's working, um, you know, and maybe they know that there will have to obviously be changes in the, in the somewhat near future, I think, because right. the cast, you know, but I think, you know, now's the time to just, you know, bring everybody to the game, the field and see who plays ball. Yeah. You know? I mean, so this is my thought process. I feel like clearly in my head, I'm feeling like somebody's not delivering as much or some people aren't delivering as much. And yes. I feel like this could be a smart way moving forward for all of the franchises to go with casting where add a couple more of those newbies and then you may have a big cast one season like this, but then transition the ones that aren't bringing it out afterwards. So then it's, and, it's a little yes. less, you know, like how we had like the five cast members on both Atlanta and New York and clearly those seasons did not do well. So, it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's a good way Bravo should go as far moving forward. And I'm sorry if we want a model to look at. To, I mean, if you look at Miami, who is only, um, you know, as we're recording this, only two episodes out. But they have not only six full timers but and two official friends of, but then they also have like friends of friends of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I think it was episode two whenever they were at um, Larsa's party. Like there were just so many. I remember being like, they're giving a lot of people camera time, mm -hmm. you know? And I kind of, I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, it feels like they just really kind of dropped the formula once they started yeah. filming. And it's kind of magic, you know, it's just refreshing to see. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that maybe they just went in to see what was going to work. And then in a weird way, it's like not trying anything is kind of what works. Just let them do. I, I understand you give them, you know, you have your main, you know, mm. those who are going to be in your title card in the beginning. But, you know, I think that, and you and I have had this discussion, like, you know, a people, people like Kathy have really, really evolved what the role of a friend is in these yeah. shows, you know, and, and how much they can be appreciated and impacted. I mean, Kathy was in the whole fucking reunion last season. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, yeah, like Kathy, you would have literally thought she was a housewife last season. Yes. Yeah. Like she had and her so, own scenes and stuff, you know? Yes. I mean, so um, I think that, you know, with, we've been watching these shows for so many years and while it's great to know what we can expect at times, I think it's also um, proving, you know, Peacock's really showing that it's okay to just make some changes, make bold changes. And it really isn't, it's not really a huge change for the viewer, but it is noticeably refreshing for the viewer, you know? Agreed. Um, and I think that, I think Bravo should really follow suit. Before we get into Miami, let's finish off real quick with, um, so Diana, and then we have Sheree Zampino joining as an yes. official friend. And I have been wanting this so much. And it's so funny because I had heard like about a month ago that one of Garcelle's was filming as a friend and they're keeping it hush hush. I was wondering, does that, are they referring to Diana? Cause I know Diana's friends with her and Reno is mm -hmm. friends with her, but, or is there a whole new friend of that's coming on? And I always wanted Sheree to come on as, as a friend, at least if not a full-time housewife, because I think it, it would have been great for Garcelle. I think it will be great for the cast. So I was pleasantly surprised to see her name in the article today. And as, you know, people like you and I who like have our ears on the ground 24-7 just wanting to know what's going on, you know, whether it be in production or whether it be, you know, like behind the scenes or things that are going to come out. Mm -hmm. um, it is so, again, I'm using the word refreshing, but refreshing to just have something come out that I wasn't really expecting. You know what I mean? And I think yes. that it says a lot about production and the women this year. They're obviously keeping a lot of things under wraps. I think that they did a lot. They, 
Two years ago with Denise, a lot of things got out. They did a lot better of a job keeping things under wraps last year, and I think they might be. And we that proved last season was one of the best seasons of all time. So I think that hopefully that's going to point to the same thing, that we're just going to be pleasantly surprised because we really don't know what's coming. You know? I, and I um, feel like overall in general, all of the Housewives shows now – I want to say, I feel like I've seen the change since Potomac season five. Season five is where so much stuff there got leaked as well, mm-hmm. you know, with the fight and everything. I feel like after that point, we saw a huge change as far as what gets out about the seasons. And I want to say, I feel like maybe Bravo production, whoever, they are much more conscious about what is allowed to get out. And I do think, I mean, even with Jersey, we had not really heard the season prior or this season, a lot of stuff coming out. Potomac this season, before it aired, we did not know a lot about it. Nothing. Atlanta, I have heard, you hear rumblings and stuff, but it's very minimal tea that we're getting. Like lack yeah. of details. It's more like like a, a blind item type tea that we're getting. So I, I yeah. feel like, the, and Miami, we heard nothing about what went on in Miami. Nothing. So I Nothing. think this is a great thing for us. As much as we love hearing the tea throughout, I think in a way it does kind of ruin the magic for you know the viewers and us watching it. So I am excited about Beverly Hills. We were all excited about it coming back to begin with, but this just made me even more excited. That's 10 people. That's a lot of people. Time. They break in COVID rules in a lot of states. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think that it's going to be really refreshing. I think it's going to make a lot of our girls who look, you know, I, I will die for anybody on that cast. But a lot of obviously a lot of them, when you've been around for a long time, it's easy to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that these are the kinds of things that just make it makes our faves well aware. Like I got to bring my A game, period. You know, I got to be ready Amen. to go with these new bitches. Yep. So let's go back to Miami like you were talking about. I am obsessed you i cannot stop talking about miami enough unbelievable back to like the casting part of that so i had my own theories on the casting of miami and my thought process was i always thought alexia and lisa hochstein were going to be the only returning full-timers obviously larsa ended up being on it but my thought was you know we're rebooting we need to have some sort of familiarity of course with the old cast Mm -hmm. because Otherwise, there may not be as much of a draw. But for me, I associate the first few seasons of Miami, I really associate Leah Black, Adriana. Like, those are the faces to me of the old season. And my thought was, while Adriana and Marisol and and all of them are going to come back, I felt like as a branding thing, you don't want to, like, make people think fully of the old season because clearly they took a break for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, of course they need to be part of it because they are great for the show. But I think that was my, in my head, a marketing strategy. Then now as I'm watching it and someone tweeted about this, I wish I remembered who said it and it made a lot of sense. Someone said, you know, I think the reason why Adriana and Marisol aren't full time is this reboot is money like rich oh. rich 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 alexia's garage i literally I about fell the fuck out i came I'm whenever sorry. i saw that garage and i don't even like love i don't even cars. know what garages are yeah, and cars and exactly shit like that. yeah i was like but that looks nice <laughs> i, I <laughs> literally and the the way they filmed it and you saw the thing shoot back like to like under and the I mean, door or whatever like, living in the penthouse of that yes. building where it's like literally glass 
floor to ceiling, glass all the way around. I was like, talk about real estate porn. Yes. Yes. And then I'm sorry, but I was, I was actually just talking to our friends, our friends, John and Matt about this the other day. Like I understand, like I get like Lenny and Lisa have money. Mm-hmm. And like I get like Terry and Heather have money, like plastic surgeon money. But like I do not get that level. Like Lenny and Lisa, Steve, the private car service, like a private driver, like that's like an annual salary that you are paying someone. You know let's what I mean? Like she's getting about, driven around in a Rolls Royce. Like right. And then let's just talk about that house. The like, fuck the pool. House. I was watching when they were playing in the pool. You literally, it's like an infinity pool. And it looks like you're going into the Miami, like right in the ocean area. it's on Star Island. Yes. Like the (laughs) amount of money that that house must be worth and how much, oh my God. Like, so I just felt like, I don't know. All I know is that, you know, my mom kept telling me when I was a kid to go into the medical field and I fucked up, (laughs) obviously, because I didn't listen. And I just... I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. Plastic surgeons equal money. But, like, I don't think that, you know, like, I remember we were all, like, flabbergasted when Erica's like, oh, I spend $40,000 a month on glam. It's like, I want to know what Lenny and Lisa's monthly expenses oh, are just, like, just for, like, overhead living costs. Because they, I, it's just insane to me. It's actually insane. But I'm here for it. I love oh, yes. it, obviously. <laughs> I have to say, so, like, let's let's give our, like, overall thoughts of the girlies. So, Alexia queen star star of the show i I actually and i don't know if it's because like the show's been off for so many years but it's like you know even like if i like get a house life that i love like in my dms like if i get like a Teresa in my dm or something my heart flutters a little bit but i don't die over it because i'm so like involved and invested but i think we're eight like alexia was like out of the picture for a while I find myself like fangirling over oh, her. Like I love all her. Over, it's like it's like new all over again. You oh, know what yes. I mean? God, she is everything a real housewife is supposed to be. Yep. Hundred percent. Okay. I have so, yes, we always love her. loved her. I her and Lisa Hochstein, I have always loved. Let's go right into her. So yeah. Lisa, talk about surprise. I did not foresee the marriage crumbling issues. And coming. I didn't expect them to talk about it once if they're already past it. And that's, that's ballsy. Well, and that's why I have to, I'm going to applaud these women so much. I don't know that we've seen a full cast so real like this. They are talking about everything. Like Alexia and fearlessly with fearlessly too. Like yeah. they're just putting it right out there. Like no, if no, no questions asked. And, yes. And I, like I you said with agree. Lisa, you were like, I'm shocked that she put it out there. You know what? That is called like what she's doing is what a lot of these women should do is get ahead of mm-hmm. it because someone's going to come out and say some of this stuff once you're back on TV. If you try to cover it 100%. up, they're easily going to want to bring it out. So take a, control of it. Say, this is what we went through. This is where we are now. However, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like she's trying to sell this relationship to us. I felt for her a little bit, like when they're out on the pool and mm-hmm. I, she was kind of questioning him like, well, you're good, right? We're good, right? And it it reminded me of my girl Vicky back in the day, you know, yep. like she always would be seeking affirmations from Steve and be like, We're good, honey. Remember, like that was fun, right, sweetie? And he's like, yes. Sure. You know, it was giving me that. But I don't know. All I could also look at was Lenny's nipples the whole time. I was just They're like so really pink. turned on. Oh my God. I wanted to just lick them and <laughs> touch them and all kinds of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. I, Lenny, Lenny could get it, is all I know. <laughs> When I was watching with uh, some of my um, DC friends, they literally, everyone's like, 
obsessed with Lenny. I feel like everyone I don't know what Lenny. it is, but there's just something about him. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's the editing. I don't think it's the editing. I feel like she's trying to sell this relation to us. And I, I low-key feel like it's not going to make it. Yeah. Well, and is she selling it to us or is she also trying to sell it to, to herself? And that too. Yep. Yeah. Which is the sad part. Um, and it sucks because like they are like an OG, like housewives couple technically. Right. Um, and like they've lasted so long, like off camera, it would really, really suck to watch them part ways now that cameras are back, you know? Yep. And then we got, let's see, Marisol coming back. She, I told her this when I interviewed her, she's on the podcast episode last week. I saw the, um, the trailer initially. I was like, I feel like we're getting a new Marisol. Like she seems confident. She seems like she Fun, speaks her mind. Y- yes. yes. And once the episodes dropped and I watched, I was like, yes, it is a new Marisol. And she did say like, you know, she's just learned, like she doesn't give, give a fuck anymore. Like whatever Good people think. She's like, I'm going to be me and uh, essentially unapologetically me. And I think with her parent or, you know, Elsa passing and all that, mm-hmm. she's really just evolved and, I love watching her. And I, I, again, going back to like friends of being like, we used to like kind of look down on a friend of role and be like, how dare you give certain people that role? But it's like certain people do more with a friend of role than they can a full-time role. And it's like, she is someone like if Miami is on for 10 more years, she could be a fucking friend of for 10 more years. Like yes. you can just, she is, she's perfect. She fits in the group. She knows when to speak up. She, she will help drive stories forward. You can already tell. And then also she's like, she is like, she's in Miami. Like, like Miami is her city. So right. it just, it just makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for her completely. Adriana. She's Love. I'm, I'm excited to see her back as a friend. I did not want, I have to say, I did not want her full time again that in my own head, I feel like, again, I just associate it with old Miami and I just wanted something fre- a little fresh. Love having yeah. her there as a friend. I do think she kind of fits like Marisol where she could be a friend forever as well. Cause she definitely yeah. moves the story can be messy, tell you. but I don't need like her full life. I don't need to dive into that. What I do know is that, uh, she's about to have a little menage a trois with right? Julie and Martina, honey. Let me tell you, she is going. We thought that the Brandy and Denise was the lesbian lover storyline that we all wanted. Absolutely not. We got, this is full speed ahead. These, there is 0% chance that they have not all been naked in bed together before. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. 0%. I, I want, and I, I low key want to hear her say at the reunion, I've been with multiple partners in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> I've been with multiple partners. <laughs> um, she, said, she would say there was no limp penis in the involvement. Know that, okay? No limp penis. <laughs> Truly, I, I watching that, I keep getting like, oh my gosh, are they just capturing this? And Martina, <laughs> or not Martina, and Julia and her don't really recognize how much they are flirting or that's what i like if i'm being honest the times that julia seemed most comfortable on camera was when her and adriana were alone together yeah you know what i'm saying absolutely like when they went to that little um the storage facility yeah you know i was like they are about to they're about to to they're about to eat each other at this moment i was like it is about to be a full buffet right Uh here absolutely Gertie and Dr. Nicole, two new housewives, obsessed with Love. both. Gertie I think as far is as a, the newbies goes, they definitely got it right, for sure. Gertie is literally a walking Red Bull, and I live. I thought I was, like, energetic and talked 
too much and a lot. Gertie, like, she, I think, outdoes me. And um, I love that her husband is, like, complete opposite. He's, like, like you just, like, completely, <laughs> like, zen, like, hanging out. I yep. love it. And then Dr. Nicole, obsessed. I feel like she is, you know what I equate her to already? I feel like she is Ashley Darby for Miami. Oh, she going to be messy like that? Yeah. I feel like she's, oh, okay. she is our our little messy one, and I am here for it. She, Can I they tell are you rich, back rich. to talking about money? Thank you. Oh, oh. Um, I'm just going to sell this house for $40 million <laughs> casually. And he said, like, sorry, when the offer, if an offer comes in like that, we're not not taking it, period. And she's like, she said they moved six times in, in six, six years. years. I'm like, I... I can't believe these people agree to me on reality. Right? <laughs> what is Peacock paying these people? Well, actually, so that's actually when people have, you know, like when you do those questions features on our stories and stuff, mm-hmm. I've, of course, gotten many times, like, would you ever want to do a reality show? And I've always said, I can't. I couldn't do a reality show. The only time I could ever agree to do one is if I had all the money in the world where literally it doesn't matter if I make a fool of myself or if something happened, you know, whatever. So these are the people that I feel like they should do the reality show because if they have all this money, who cares if, you know, they get a bad edit and, you know, you have all your money to fall back on if you get let go or whatever. But you're right. I mean... Also, it's typically the ones with all that money don't do them because they're like, I'm not, I'm just going to live in private. Well, I, they're like me showing my ass on camera for these pennies. Not me. Couldn't, Couldn't be, be me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and then who else are we missing? Oh, Larsa. Oh my gosh. Larsa. I, all right, Her so fucking feet content. I cannot. I'm living for this OnlyFans storyline because I think it's so cringy and funny, but, and I don't. I'm not judging OnlyFans. I just find her cringy and funny. Like, she is so awkward. I agree. She is kind of awkward. Like, like socially she's awkward. About, like, when she, like, feels bad for the guy. Yeah. In, like, Montana or Nebraska or something, you know? And she's like, well, I don't know. just, like, I'm like, you're talking to someone who you talk to every day in it because it's her assistant, right? Mm-hmm. And it just didn't feel like she was talking to someone she talks to. I don't know how to explain it. No. Like, it just felt weird. Me, along with, I feel like, everybody else watching the show really did not vibe with Larsa on the first season. One, she just was awful. But two, like, she just, the way she talks to people is so odd. So I was like, okay, she had this Kardashian makeover. She was friends with them and all of that. What is she going to come back as? Like, are we going to see evolvement? No, she's still as socially as awkward as I she was in the first season. So very, I don't know, not into it. But yeah, it is, it's very bizarre. I could see we'll her see. being a one and done again. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I'm being honest, one reason I thought maybe they had other women as friends of is because it's going to help. It, it just sets you up to evolve. And for another season, it's like, okay, they might have somebody they know that's a one and done. They mm-hmm. bump Adriana up next season, add another friend of or add, a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense because I can totally see her being. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then other also, friends. Like, she doesn't oh. really even live in Miami, I feel no, like. No, like, that was I, the other weird She's thing. there to film the fucking show. It's so obvious. You know, oh, I hate that shit. You know what? And someone else brought up the point. They thought maybe they even just cast her solely for, like, she has a huge following and stuff like that. And the oh, name yeah. of it. So they probably just cast her for that. But And for promo. But if you look at her Instagram, ever since it came out, like, she was not promoting, like, anything, essentially. Are you serious? Like, when the when they dropped the cast photos, when they dropped, like, all of that stuff, not a peep from Larsa Pippen. Until, I feel like, when the episodes dropped, they, she did on her story have, like, 
videos watching it or people reposting videos watching it. That doesn't surprise me. And then last up, Kiki, stunner, so hot. I want to see more from her going forward. I Absolutely. feel like there's going to be more. Marisol said she's her favorite newbie. She oh, is good. So they have a little rough start. Right. <laughs> I was really, I was going to say, I was surprised. Like when those two kind of, I was like, wait, what, where did this come from? Like, same, totally. Yeah. I was especially surprised because I had just recorded with Marisol and I was like, wait, she said that that's her favorite. So I'm assuming we'll see more coming, coming. Things must, they, they must get in a better place. Yeah. And then finally the Jersey trailer was everything. So good. And it was a pleasant surprise. Like no one kind of knew it was coming. You know, literally thought that like Beverly Hills news was coming mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I see Bravo playing games. I think it looks incredible. It's the, the mob wives aesthetic at the beginning was giving me chills. I loved it. I the, loved it. The one thing I, which I noticed, I'm not sure if you noticed it with that mob wives moment where they're all like slow walking and all of that. Mm-hmm. They didn't do one for Dolores. Oh, it's all, they did one that. for all of them except Dolores. And I was so confused because I was trying to make the montage of all of them. And then I noticed Dolores didn't have one. Oh my God. I didn't even catch that. That's, what if that was a production miss? I'm assuming it was because like, why would you not film hers? <laughs> it's historic. Four seasons now without any cast change. No fucking cast changes. And Crazy. you know what? Here's my theory. Because we both know Tracy was supposed to be a full-time housewife and mm-hmm. was literally found out right before the announcement. Two days before. Yeah. So here's my theory on why. Obviously don't know the reason why. But my theory is these. it's clear by the trailer the original, the veterans, they did well this season. There Again, was no shortage of drama. No Absolutely. shortage. So yeah. I feel like they were like, we just need our six full-timers, and that's a historic four-season. You know, that's that's something that's never happened. That's kind of cool. So maybe yeah. they're... Let's take that while we can. Take it while we can. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens for next year, and then there might be a cast shakeup. There may not, but or we may bump someone up, but... Kind of what we just said with Miami. It's like, right. she's great. She works. She's obviously full-time potential, but we have some long-timers or, you know, people that we know need to hold down these spots for at least another year. Mm-hmm. And then we can switch some things out, you know? Um, but, I mean, I, I will say it would have been exciting to see a new, a I full, agree. new full-timer added. Like, it would have been new graphics. Like really, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm we so need a new these, like, photo. <laughs> these piss yellow graphics and they're dressed and they all... Everybody shot in three different years. Yes. <laughs> like, literally four what? different years. Do they not have a budget or something? Like what is going All on? All I know is that I could do this shit on my iPhone if I really fucking wanted to. Yes. So I don't like cut the cost. I mean, come on. I come on. I, I just know. do not understand. I don't like, hire a fucking intern <laughs> that cares about Bravo. They will do you a lot better of a job than what is being currently served to us. Real quick, we have to take a break. All right, y'all. So now that we caught up on all of our news that's been breaking lately, let's go into our 12 Reads of Christmas. So we wanted to celebrate, you know, this holiday season with going through some of our favorite reads. Now, there's no, I'm not saying these are the best of all time. These are my absolute favorite. I just wanted to celebrate some of my favorite reads 
and some of Christians as well. Please um, make us happy. They just make me happy. Exactly. So don't come <laughs> on my DM saying, oh, that's not even close to the best read ever. I know. It's fine. It's just ones that I really liked. I'm excited to see if you and I have any overlap. I was wondering the same thing. I feel like we will. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Give give me one okay. of your reads. So my first one is um, Real Housewives of Orange County, uh, Heather DeRoe to Alexis Bellino in her <laughs> confessional. So you were mentioning the other night that you are working. I do anchoring on the Fox 5 morning show. You're a news anchor? Heather? Yes. We're here. We have you covered on the third edition of National Booty Month. National Booty Awareness Month. Yeah. So are you more like a Jillian Barbary kind of reporter or are you more of a Katie Couric? I'd be more like Jillian Barbary. Lexus has a fun, bubbly personality. I'm not sure about news anchor. She doesn't seem that cerebral to me. Art. Oh my God. Magic. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what? This wasn't on my list, but I thought you were going, and I also thought you were going to go in with the... Take this as a moment to yes. look inside yourself and see that if everyone says you're dead, it's time to lie down. Oh my gosh. I love the Heather-Alexis dynamic. It was so good. And what's funny yes. is, you. I remember watching this and like they really did try to make it seem as if like, they were competition. Like Alexis was on her level and thought she was on her level or whatever. And looking back now, I'm like, they're not even close on the same no. level. <laughs> no one in OC's ever been close yes. to Heather's level. Or will be for that matter, probably. <laughs> yes. So my first one, well, I'll start off with some OC as well. And you know what? Everyone loves um, the iconic Tamara Judge saying, you know, calling Alexis Jesus Jugs, right? However... Yep. I have to speak my truth. My favorite Tamara-ism. Listen, Kentucky Fried Titties. Kentucky Fried Titties. I knew it. I, <laughs> I think that is so underrated and underappreciated. Listen here, Kentucky Fried Titties. My man doesn't want you or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, um, I have You Are Psychotic Jesus Jugs. On oh, my perfect. List, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip over that one, but I'm going to go to another OC one. Okay? Perfect. Um, my other OC one I have, and no one knows this one, but this shit cracks me the fuck up. I can't remember what season, what episode it is. I have it somewhere on my phone. I wish I could find it, but I die every time it's Vicky in her confessional and it's one year when her and Tamara hate each other and she's talking about Tamara and she says I think one day Tamara's gonna wake up and she'll be on this little island all by herself saying where's all my people and we're gonna be over here going we're over here and bye-bye so my next one is going to be, it's Jackie she got that confidence in jail I knew this one was gonna oh, be on your list I'm sorry <laughs> It was just so good. I mean, she just really, she, that that was like putting the knife in there and turning it. That was tough. That was a hard read. <laughs> that was a hard one. All right, I'm going back to the West Coast with my next one. This is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season five, episode 15. I found this right before oh. we This was Yolanda's scavenger hunt. Oh. Whenever she reveals to the ladies that they're going to Amsterdam. And so Kim Richards, Yolanda, and then, excuse me, Kim Richards, Eileen, and then I think one of Yolanda's, like, friends, they're uh -huh. all on a team together. And they're at Sugarfina. And one of the um, clues is something about fish. 
Uh-huh. Like a plate, a, and so, like, it's basically they're trying to find a restaurant where you could go get fish. That's the next clue. And Kim says this. Where would you go to have fish? You could get fish at Villablanca, but that's disgusting, and that's not yeah. what we're about right now. Wait, that is so good. I was trying to think of, like, a lot of Kim reads, and I was like, hers aren't, a lot of the time, hers aren't really reads. They're just... I don't even she know what She just says that you have yeah. to really pay attention. Yeah. Yes, but uh, that but is she, a read. Did, she literally dragged Lisa's entire restaurant career with like one sentence. <laughs> well, my next one is again back on the East Coast. We've got Vini Leaks with... I was shocked, honey. I was in tears almost. And it has a white refrigerator. I was like, oh, oh not a white refrigerator. Girl, please put your shoes on. Let's go find you a home, honey. Ooh. Honestly, historic. It's, and so let me just tell you why it actually makes me laugh even more right now. So I haven't been home in ages, right? Because um, yeah. like the pandemic, all of that stuff. So I come home and I didn't even remember this. So I'm walking through my house and in my kitchen, I have a white refrigerator. <laughs> in our basement, we have a white refrigerator. <laughs> we in Next to the right refrigerator in the basement, we have a white like deep freezer. <laughs> and then I get yep. to my grandma's house today and we have a white refrigerator. I live yep. in a, I, you know what? I grew up on white refrigerators and yeah. now, but now I said Listen. it. I can... <laughs> <laughs> he said my truth is out there. <laughs> my truth is out there and it's okay. Uh, well, my next one is also Atlanta. It is Sheree arriving to Kenya's house. Season nine, episode yeah. one. Yeah. Kenya has her housewarming and Sheree arrives to the top of the driveway and it's a very steep, you know, <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold the f on. Hell to the no. This is my b- roller coaster right here if I ever seen one. Oh God, this God. is dangerous. And she takes her heels off and puts her slippers on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. Oh, I cannot so wait to see those two back on screen together. I Me cannot wait. to I. They uh. are. I, see. It's interesting because I feel like Kenya has been teasing that they're like good this season, but they're my favorite. They're worthy opponents of each other. But that, I they, love they give it. each other a heart. They can, they can fuck with each other though. Right. Too. And I think like I think that they have respect for each other because they know they're the only two that can like take it. You know right. I mean? Like they That's can true. really go hard at each other and then keep it moving. Now my next one is gonna be Monique at the season three reunion to Giselle. And they were talking about how Giselle was trying to, like, say, you know, that Monique brought Kendall on to, like, piss her off. It was all her, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. Monique's retort was, I don't need to bring another woman on the show you to ruffle your feathers. I can wake up and breathe and do that. No, I don't all think so. Because I don't think Seriously. about you. Girl, bye with all of that. Take that up from around your neck and parachute away somewhere. Like, that's so whack. <laughs> That's when uh, Giselle was wearing that green dress and it had the yeah. like neck thing. Like, yeah. I, I you want to know what such... one of my favorite Potomac ones is that I don't think anyone res- respects that much is Ashley Darby when she first met Wendy and she said, my, Yo, my Wendy is to with the Wendy. All right, all right. I don't talk to your kind. And don't call me Wendy. Wendy. People go with like the wind, you. Wendy. Go with the people wind, like Wendy. Bye, Wendy. Wendy. People like Bye, you call Wendy. me Dr. Wendy. Wendy. Oh my god. I actually forgot about that. You're right. Oh, I loved it. (laughs) 
that actually <laughs> reminds me of another <laughs> reminds me of another one on Potomac where Karen said and continue with this and it's not an idle threat I will sue you you have to sue prove you that what I said is true it to it yo that is fucking amazing <laughs> that was so I mean that was so oh, good like how did she I'm just come up, up with that off the cuff Give it like, to your mother. <laughs> I'm going to sell your restaurant, take the money, and give it to your mother. <laughs> brilliant. Just fucking brilliant. I am dead. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to go with a little more of a classic one for my next one. Um, okay. Who's Adrian Malouf in this world? <laughs> I. You know what? Yes. And that is such a, like, subtle, subtle... But it, Smack to the face. It, Absolutely. It literally, that is a deep cut. But it the delivery just makes it seem like it's not nearly as bad. She's oh. like, bitch, you might have all the money in the world, but don't nobody know who the fuck you are. That's what she was saying. That was my favorite. Yolanda in her first two seasons were was so good. Let me tell you what, Yolanda was one of Yolanda was one of the greats. She really, she really was, was only but only for a <laughs> short period of time. That's the thing that I felt or I hated about it is she was one of the greats, but then she I felt like it something well, I mean she was sick, but like something yeah. turned, I felt like I felt like there was some ego there too that took over that it wasn't as fun to watch anymore with her. My next one was oh my god, okay. <laughs> Karen Huger. Giselle and Monique are chummy chummy. I just hope Giselle's fashion sense don't rub off on Monique. Thank God Giselle is a good-looking woman because, God damn, she can't dress at all. I'm ashamed to be seen with her sometime, to be honest. I don't know what she's going to wear. I got a headache talking about Giselle's clothes. You have an exception or a title mom. Dude, <laughs> she just keeps going. She just keeps going. It's so good. It's so uh, good. Um, okay, I'm going to give two really quick because they're both Jersey, but one's a classic, so I've just got to okay. get it out there. You know what posh stands for? Piece of shit. Like you. Call like who Paul. you are. Okay, that one. And then my next one. Season two, episode one, Danielle Staub. If you look back, she crazy, of course. Yes. She had a she had a point right here. I'm getting ready to tell y'all. This is whenever Caroline had her annual shares fundraiser for the yep. big Republican man. Yep. And, you know, Danielle just, she said. If you're thick as thieves, why do you feel you have to raise money for the sheriff's department? I'm just saying. I don't know. It's a question. Now that, to <laughs> me, is a read. Especially knowing what we know now about, like, they're all, I mean, hello, hello, wow. let's look at, like, the recent happenings with Dina, and let's look at how Albie's, you know, whatever their, yep. her, Caroline's father-in-law was found, I mean, there's a lot going on there. I want to unpack lot, that. You would want the sheriff to be in your in your back pocket, absolutely. And this is all allegedly. <laughs> Alleged, allegedly. <laughs> So my next one will be Jersey then. And you know what? This was to Danielle from the iconic Marge, Margaret Joseph. You know what? You could change your face. You could change your address. You could change your clothes. But you haven't changed your soul. You could change your name. But you're still that Beverly inside. That is, that's cold. That's deep. That is Honestly, deep. That deep. shit is deep as fuck. So another one. Uh, to Roni. Well, I don't know. At least I have friends. You have no friends. Who are your friends? You have nobody in your life. Right now you have Jason. You'll probably mess that up too. Evil. Oh, evil. So <laughs> evil. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Wait, you're going to love my next one. We both are obsessed with this. I'm setting the scene. We have Teresa. We have Melissa. Yeah, because somebody was calling me be. a raccoon face behind my back. You know, I, well, there must have been a reason I felt that way. He wasn't calling you a raccoon face. He was talking, he was talking about Kathy. Yo, honest to God, honest to God, Shannon Bador voice. 
uh, even not reality TV, probably one of the funniest moments in history. Not even television. It's so Just good. In the, in the world. Like, <laughs> one of the funniest. And Kathy's slow head turn. Was, it was like robotic, and her eyes just got big. It was. Kathy was like, "I'm about to knock this bitch out." I swear <laughs> to God. So I've got a couple more. Maybe I did more than twelve. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, you're good? Ramona, I have. Is this the house? Right here? Is this the house or the garage? So good. It's such so a... good. Again, it's that's such. I don't think people would call that a like a crazy read or anything, but. To me, I find it just that so shade. funny. That shade that is just, shade. oh, yeah. of course I can't not talk about Miss Phaedra Parks. And while she's sitting around running around talking about my husband and my, the father of my children, and she spends her weekends peddling through sperm banks, looking okay. through catalogs to try yeah. to find the donor. Honey, you don't know if your baby daddy will be an axe murderer or a child molester, because what you will know is that he needed $10 to get him a medium-sized pizza, so he ejaculated in a cup so you could have a kid. Now, check that. Now, check that. Woo! Never that forget. That burned. That burned. And that then, still burns. I feel like my last one is... Which I think this might be the ultimate, ultimate read of all time. Monique Samuels. You sitting up here sitting like a darn fraud, bringing a different man onto the reunion every freaking year. I hope he's sitting behind you this year. Pastor Holy Whore. A delivery for the times. Truly, 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 truly. My number one is, it's iconic, but obviously knowing me, it's a, it's. You're a pig. Okay, you're a slut Nobody's Yes! Oh, I mean, that's going to be on my tombstone when I die. He was a slut pig, you know? Yes! Oh my gosh. I feel like I have a couple honorable mentions, too. Sorry, this is going to be like 75 days, of, or reads of Christmas, but um, I've got when Sheree is talking about Kenya, when they she has her Mama Joyce wig on, and she's oh, kind of professional, yes. and she says, Oh, thing, Oh, thing. It don't make no sense. You give up all that, but then twice. ain't nothing ever happened with it. That's awful. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> and another good subtle one was Carol. I was awoken in the middle of the night by two male voices. One was Luann's. Love. <laughs> Love. Just <laughs> threw it right out there. The delivery was effortless. Yes. Effortless. I love it. So now let's get into some of y'all's favorite reads. I'm going to go through. I, I posted um, on my story to get some of your feedback. So let's see. We've got, oh my God, this is a good one. At the Katie Rob said, when Portia told Ava her titties were social distancing. Girl, them titties is aged hands. They social distancing, bitch. Don't come for me. Oh my God. Yeah. That, your titties are social, social distancing. Dis- Natalia X. Spencer said, You're a slut from the like Oh my God. Johnny MIA 305. I think this is Kenya say to Sheree. Sheree is screaming at me and acting crazy as if I sliced the air mattress that she's been sleeping on for the last four years. That was messy. <laughs> um, Poor Sheree. Lulu Love said, Have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down was epic. It's not okay. Why don't you have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down a little? Kim Richards, our girl. <laughs> Nate Dean said, Your clit so- has left your body. Nene Leakes oh my God. to Claudia. That, she um, said they done tore that shit up. Wait, who was this that said this? I'm trying to think. Um, 
maybe it was Kenya or Kenya or Sheree, maybe. I'm not surprised to see Marlo. Marlo would come to an opening of an envelope. Um, oh. That was BK Clanton who said that. Oh my God. This is from last week's Salt Lake City. And I am, I was cracking up over this. Mary was an, a monster that episode and said some really horrific things. But one thing that made me really laugh, Alexandra W. Becker said, Lisa's not self-aware of her behavior. She's like a little Tasmanian devil. Done with this. She'll start something. Like, she'll say something because... Maybe because she eats candy and doesn't eat food. And maybe her periods are bad. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> even mean? What was that? <laughs> the Bravo Bottoms. They said, Chateau, she can't pay. <laughs> I love it. Adam Boggs McDonald. Bethany calling Luann a single white drag queen. But the same hairstyle, it's true. Well, that they is are. true. Luann's just like, oh, your haircut. And by the way, your hair's looking a lot like mine. I'm like, what are you, f single white drag queen? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And last but not least, bravo by Brett saying, You're a from Hampton University, and everybody knows it. Those Absolutely. are all great, y'all. Thanks for submitting those. Y'all have good taste. Yeah, there's a lot more that I couldn't go through, but a lot of them, the reason I didn't pick were because we were, had already said it. The last thing we're going to do is we have fan questions as well. So Bravo Bronado um, on Instagram, if you could be a bystander in a restaurant for any housewife fight, which would it be? Oh, dear God. Uh, for me, probably 80s Bunko Party, OC season seven or eight. I can't remember um and tamra says vicky comes back into the restaurant and her eyes are bulging out of her head nothing good is going to come out of this and vicky says yeah <laughs> you have no idea what it's like <laughs> he's all caught up <laughs> brooks is all caught up in his child support it's not the same Oh my God. Oh God. Mine. I feel like this housewife fight is so underrated. And I just think it's because people, I don't know if we don't remember it because it's, it's been a little bit, but my favorite housewife fight ever was Jersey and Cabo in season nine. When literally Danielle and Marge were going at it. Melissa and Jennifer were going at it. Teresa oh, and yeah. Danielle were going with Melissa. Dolores and Jennifer. Literally the whole cast was about to brawl. Well, I mean, did I love brawl. when that happens. And, it, and that was the thing. And that's why I feel like it's one of, it's like the most iconic because everybody was part of it. It wasn't like yeah. just one person or two people getting into it. Everybody was involved and had moments. So I think that's the one I would want to be present for. At They Call Me Malx wants to know, when's your next Instagram live? Which we haven't done one in so long. We haven't long. done one in a long, probably because we've been doing our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. We need to plan another one soon. We will, we'll get back to you on that one. We can do one maybe for like the Jersey premiere or something. Yeah. But, oh yeah, that's That'd a good idea. Let's do that. Bravo by Brett. Pick your cast for your dream ultimate girls trip. Ooh, uh, um, I actually had someone ask me the other day. Oh, in 
at Bravo production mm-hmm. what my dream cast would be for another third one. So let me find that message real quick. Well, while you're doing it, I'll talk about mine because I posted mine a while back. This is going to sound like a lot of names. I'm just saying this should be a mix of whatever these na- these names are, okay? So mm-hmm. my dream is a dream quirky gal regut. So quirky housewives. On that list, any sort of you know, a uh, combination of Kim Richards, Mary Cosby, Sutton Strack, Sonia Morgan, Karen Huger, Leah Black, Alex McCord, Katie Rost, Kelly Bensimone, Alexis Bellino, Karen Sierra, Mikel Salahi, and Lynn Curtin. Any of that Lord mix. Have mercy. Gotcha. I would die. <laughs> That's a good one. So mine, I did all current people. Uh-huh. Okay. And so this is what I have. Sheree. Marlo, Rena, Shannon, Ashley Darby, Mary Cosby, Jennifer Aiden, and options for an eighth spot would either be Erica, Heather Dubrow, or Karen. Ooh, I like that. Oh my gosh. I actually posted back in May a bunch of different ones. Um, I have one for OGs, which my picks were Vicki Gumbelson, Bethany, Sheree, Jacqueline, Mary Amons. Karen Huger, Lisa Vanderpump, Leah Black, Steph Holloman, and Mary Cosby. I have a One Season Wonders one. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Katie Rost, Lizzie Robsek, Shamari DeVoe, Claudia Jordan, Jules, Mikkel Salahi, and Carlton. Aww. Oh, God. Yes. I had a friend of's, Marlo Hampton, Kim D, Kim G, Latoya, Shamia, Faye Resnick, Dana Wilkie, and Rosie. And then my personal fave, uh, Black Girl Magic. Give me Portia, Karen, Monique, Quad, Phaedra, Sheree, Heavenly, and Toya. Oh, I would die. Die, right? Mainly to see Heavenly and Quad with the housewives. That's what I'm saying. I want to see... The Married to Medicine gals mixed with some of the housewives. I think yeah. they're basic. They have solidified their them themselves in the Bravo. I want like Ramona and like Heavenly to me. Oh, like, that would just my be God. like chaotic. Can I just say though, <laughs> I feel like they're a lot more alike than we think, <laughs> and probably agree bo- on a lot more things. If they you know both what I mean. ha- don't recognize <laughs> what they've said until ten seconds after they've said it. Right, I'm sure that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one more question. Samaj with an H said, who's in your Housewives holiday Hallmark movie and what's the plot? Mine would be Happy Holidays. And (laughs) it is tracking down the gay affairs and gay lovers of Rest in Peace Herman and currently living Michael (gasps) Darby. Oh my God. And you have to do it um, before the holidays, before, um, I don't know, just because you don't want to spend Christmas with a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is going to be starring Luann, Sonia, and Ramona, and Harry Dubin, and Tom. And it's going to be basically a deeper dive. Oh, and Aviva. A deeper dive into the love story of a holiday love story with them competing for Harry and Tom's love. (laughs) Oh God! <laughs> what a mess! Who's gonna get? Who's gonna get um, a date at the Regency by Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> 
tune in to find out. So Christian, go ahead and tell everybody um, where, what they can do to find you and anything you want to promote. Yes. Um, so obviously you can find my podcast, the Slut Pig Podcast, with new episodes every Friday. Um, I do my podcast just like you in partnership with The Dip. Um, with two P's. Very spe- with two P's. I have a special guest coming on that you don't even know about. You're going to be real excited when you find Ooh. out who it is. I'm not telling you until it's done. Though. No. Um, yep. And um, yeah, so you can also follow me on Instagram at Christian Grace Snow. And if you want some fun Housewives merch, go to thesluppigshop.com. And don't forget to visit thedip.com where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's the dip with two Ps.com. And follow them on Instagram at the dip. You can also follow me at Paces by Bravo where we can keep in touch until next time. And as always, but now we said it. 